Hello, and welcome to the Spookies Podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Stephanie. And we are your hosts, the Spooky Couple. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I think that name is taken. I don't care. I take things away from other people. So We take it back. Yeah, we take it back. We're the new Spooky Couple. Anyway. Do what I want. <laughs> the first thing we want to say is that Michael and I would like to offer our sincere condolences to the family of Gabby Petito, a young woman whose life was tragically cut short by senseless and horrific murder, something that should never have happened. And I just want to say John Walsh is one of my heroes. I have a very John Walsh view of domestic abusers, and I want the bastards to die in prison. As do I. I have that same view. Yeah, well, that's why I married you. <laughs> um, today we are talking about uh, Gabby Petito and the kind of controversy surrounding her disappearance that's been on social media about missing white woman syndrome or the so-called missing white woman syndrome. Uh, we were going to talk about Albert Fish. We're still going to talk about Albert Fish, but that's going to be next week. Um, that's a really dark, fucking brutal case. Um, and we wanted to kind of dive into this because I had been kind of caught up in the social media silliness, uh, I would call it, surrounding who's a victim and who's not a victim. And social media is trying to cherry pick who's a victim of violent crime. If you're a certain skin color, you're not. And that's all bullshit, in my opinion. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's all victims matter. All victims matter. We're not. No, we're not doing the all lives matter. Blue light. And we're not doing that shit. We're just saying all victims of violent crime matter. Yeah. And okay. missing person cases. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're important. It's important. And we want justice for all of these people. And on this podcast, we plan on highlighting some of the cases. So in the future, we will be talking about the women of Juarez. Um, I want to talk about what's been happening um, up north and North America about the indigenous women, how they have been uh, raped and murdered and how so many of them go missing and nothing's being done. Those are big cases. And then just other ones of minorities that, that just don't get enough attention. Uh, we have a small platform. Yeah. The media has a pretty big platform. Yeah. And next week, we're going to talk about a guy who eats children. So we're doing all <laughs> kinds of things. And then we're talking about uh, the face on Mars. So we're going all over, all over the place. You know, I don't I don't really like doing uh, podcasts about serial killers, but we do. You mean just serial killers? Yeah, I don't. I, I, it gets really dark and researching Albert Fish is really heavy, but it's it's an interesting case and it fits our podcast because it's a weird one. It's sad too. It's super sad. Yeah, we'll get into that. When we we'll talk get about into that. that. Yeah, when we talk about okay, it. Okay, so how would how would you describe uh, Gabby Petito? What does she look like? What do you get? Well, general vibe she gives off. I mean, she's five six. She's ninety pounds. She's she has this very idyllic life. It's she has a beautiful life, and her pictures are gorgeous from social media. They're really good. Um, she has a very enviable life, and I think, that, and also very positive. She looks very sweet. Um, she's this just pretty young blonde girl who just looks very carefree. And um, no wonder Twitter hates her. Right. And it and the only time I've ever really seen things, and she lived this thing called the van life. And the only thing I really knew about van life was from stuff from the the dodo. Because, I knew jack shit about it. Until because this people case. who who like travel across the country um, would find animals, and I always just figured they were like trust fund kids. Because I'm like, who can afford this? So apparently, she was working odd jobs to do this. She th this was something she wanted to do um, since she was in high school, and she's been like an avid environmentalist. And but anyway, she just looks like a really kind and sweet girl. You would never think that anything. Is going wrong in her life. Um, it has a very curated feel of a lot of, you know, 
Instagram influencers. Yes, yes, so, yes. It's, you know, we all do that, though. It, we, we, we all do this it. This is the world we live in now. But hers is really, pr- it's really pretty. Like like a lot of young people, they are much better at social media than we are, even though we're 25. They are much better yeah, at speak it. Speak for yourself, I'm 24. <laughs> uh, how would you describe Brian Laundry? He looks normal. He looks normal. He would he never guess. We never, never know. guess that that he. He seems like kind of an asshole though about people leaving shit in park. I mean, I don't like when people... I've never seen his post. I didn't look at his post. But until he keeps recently. talking about like people. Uh... But just from the photographs, yeah, they look like a happy-go-lucky couple. They look sweet together. They look cute. He's I mean... really skinny. <laughs> but then when you find out, he eats melons. About the stuff with Gabby, the in we're going to get. We're going to go through it. We're going to go through it. He starts reminding me of Chris Watts. Yeah, from last week, that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that America's guy also dead. that guy also looked fucking normal. Yeah, and lo and behold, he was not. Part of the fascination with this case and with the Chris Watts case is you don't see a predator. No, you don't see a guy who could commit murder. No, and and so many times, particularly, I'm going to go back to unsolved mysteries, and, and because it's a it's a visual medium, but they would show the husbands who obviously did it or the boyfriends, and they fucking look bad. All right, they look mean. They look bad. There's something behind their eyes not going on there. They look fucking guilty. Murderers have evolved. <laughs> yeah. And and now we're getting to these guys who just look like like there is a difference. A nice person. It's weird. There's a difference though with this case and Chris Watson. I'll get to it. But mm-hmm. okay, so starts off July 2021. Um Gabby and uh Brian leave New York for what is supposed to be a four-month cross-country trip visiting and camping in national parks. They plan to sleep in their van and document their travels on Instagram and YouTube. Now, uh, just a note, um, Gabby's family is originally from New York. Yep. Brian's is from uh, Florida. Um, I think last year during the pandemic, Gabby stayed with Brian's family. Yeah, yeah. Um, They had planned this trip to actually be in 2020, but the pandemic hit. So she had lived with his family, and then I think even her, her was it her dad moved down to Florida. One of one parent moved down to Florida to be mm-hmm. closer to her because right. family was really important to Gabby. That was one thing that we learned about her. And the next, so carrying on, next incident and really the crucial part of the story is on August twelfth, twenty twenty one. There was a disorderly conduct stop, and there's body cam footage of this, and I'll explain. Uh, a 911 call was placed by someone who reported seeing a confrontation between Gabby and Brian. The caller said he saw laundry, Brian, hit Petito. Uh, police in Utah are dispatched and the van was pulled over. He was hitting, slapping, and chasing her yes, around yes. the parking lot. And then Brian jumped into his van and tried to drive off. And then she ran after the van, fearing she would be left behind. Right. This was all reported to the dispatcher. And I'm assuming that the dispatcher told the cops. However, these cops seem to take none of this information. It's unclear if they know the details of the 911 call. I, just I don't see, see how they could not know the details. But, but the body cam footage shows a Petito crying and upset. The police report says that Petito hit Brian, uh, but no arrests were made. The a 90-pound cu- girl. Right. It's it's laughable. Uh, the couple is separated for the night, and Brian checks into a hotel while Gabby stays in the van. Supposedly. Yeah. I'm, we don't know. I'm confused about that. Because uh, during during the interview from the cops, Brian is, um, he's shown lying about his cell phone. Now. He says he doesn't have a cell phone. next. And then he pulls a cell phone out and shows his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, he lies right in front of the police. And the cops are just like, don't even notice it. 
It's he, on the body. He just cam lies footage. right in front of the police. Right in front of the police, and they just are like, hmm, we think Gabby's the aggressor. We're gonna separate. But these they don't two. take either one of them to jail. Right. Um, and there's a woman police officer who comes up and tells Gabby she should rethink her relationship with Brian. And dump his ass. That's what yeah. she that's what she said. Quote, I you should dump his and ass. She wished, given what she knows now, that she'd have pushed harder, I guess. Or maybe had done something else um to take her out of that situation. On July nineteenth, twenty twenty one, uh, a video is posted on their YouTube account and it's called Van Life Beginning Beginning Our Van Life Journey. The images show them laughing and kissing. It looks very positive. You know, they're very happy looking, as you can see, like everything looks normal. Mm-hmm. There's no you know, maybe he posted that as a deflection. I yeah. don't know. They're sharing food, they're sharing their meal. August twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, they are seen in Salt Lake City. Uh Petito and Laundry are reportedly seen leaving a hotel in Salt Lake City. So they apparently had reconnected together mm-hmm. after that incident. How many days is that? Uh, it's two weeks almost. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, Gabby's last post is on August 25th, 2021. And this is that post where she's got the uh, Halloween stuff. She's saying happy Halloween two months before Halloween. And it looks different. Her hair looks different. It looks like it's from a different year. Mm-hmm. It's really I, If she odd. was going to post that, she's probably saving it for the October days, you know, for that week leading up to for Halloween or maybe even on Halloween. So why yeah. is she posting that sooner? Also, there's no, um, the last couple posts that she makes, um, geotags on them. There, right, right. There had been geotags on every single one of her posts because that was a part of her thing was showing where she had been. Um, and I'm assuming she was smart about it and did it afterwards after they'd been there, but there were geotags on each place they had been at. These last two photos have no geotags and that's awfully strange for someone who had been very consistent with her posting. So August 27th, 2021, uh, there's an odd text sent to her mother and this is where things get really weird. According to a search warrant on August 27th, Petito's mother says she receives an odd text on Gabby's phone. It reads, can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Stan is Gabby's grandfather, but her mother says Gabby never referred to him by his first name. Gabby's mother said it was out of character and concerning. Now, she called him grandpa. The speculation here, of course, is that this is Brian Mm -hmm. doing this to confuse people. The fact that he didn't know what she called her grandpa father that's seems, fucking weird because they've been together weird. for yeah, like that's what? a little odd they've been together at least two years maybe a little longer i guess he's a moron i don't know yeah he's a fucking moron uh two days later august 29th 2021 a hitchhiker uh wait wait go back because he also sends a text saying um in yosemite no cell service or something like that in yosemite park yeah that's not on the, what i'm looking at but whatever. Uh, okay well that somewhere in there that happens too so, so there's two all, weird texts. August 29th, 2021, uh, Miranda Baker posts on TikTok claiming that she picked up Brian, who was hitchhiking alone. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, he's hitchhiking and they want to take him back. I forget where they were. He said he'd been out uh, camping for uh, several days and his fiance was back at their van um, updating their social media posts. But he had been solo camping out in the middle of nowhere and they were at a, a campsite that was off the beaten path that was unsanctioned by the, the camp. Uh, this is in the Grand Tetons and, at this And point. when they wanted to take him back, didn't he? Well, there's two places called Jackson Hole and Jackson. And he wanted to go, but a lot of people call Jackson Hole Jackson. Yeah. So what he where he requested to go, 
I think was Jackson, and he, and he seemed not to know which direction he was in. So if he's he an freaked exp- out when they so he, were saying they were gonna, were, and he's like, just drop like, so me where, off. So where are you going anyway? And they're like, yeah, Jackson Holmes, and he he freaks out, and it's not the direction he wants to go. Now, if he's an experienced camper, how come he doesn't know what fucking way he's pointed? Yeah, but he is an experienced camper, so that's where the you know it that- gets weird. So he freaks out. He tells he tells the girl. And her boyfriend to pull the hell over, and he wants he wants out, and they're like, okay, okay. He didn't you know? he, he didn't have anything on him. And he and he she said he didn't smell like bo. His fingers weren't dirty. He did not look like someone who had been camping solo for out in the out, yeah. out in the middle of nowhere for several days. He didn't have you know. And I don't camp, but I'm assuming that you do start to reek after you've been out. Yeah, that's just common sense. And he didn't have anything in his bag. His bag looked to be empty. So he didn't have any supplies on him for someone who had been out in the wilderness. That's because she she posted other videos saying that, well, if he was, you know, camping for several days, how come he didn't have any food on him? How come there was nothing like he didn't have a tent? He didn't have a sleeping bag. He had any he just wasn't dressed either for for it was odd. It's odd. Now, I don't know if it's been completely verified that this girl ran into him, but I believe her. I do believe her. She said she she did contact law enforcement and they have taken down all the information. I mean, they didn't know who he was at the time. So why would they have, you know, they wouldn't take footage mm-hmm. of him and TikTok it. There so. was another couple and this was on the national news. I'm, I don't recall who they were, but they actually saw the the incident in Utah um, and they were trying to get a hold of the uh, manager because they, they said that Gabby was crying like really really hard yeah yeah and this was a so again two people have reported this domestic assault and um and i i'm grateful to that because that's a change that's a sea change at least well, in one society thing that we're reporting it now because before it, people would just ignore that shit but the failure comes with the cops i don't think this means anything but apparently gabby both gabby and brian suffered from anxiety and uh i don't know if they had other mental health issues it's but. fairly common in today's world yeah this fast-paced world we live in with all the bells and whistles it is more stressful now on august 30th 2021 this is what you're talking about the mm-hmm. other text uh gabby's mom says she receives a text on gabby's phone she wouldn't comment on what it said but according to some reports it read no service in yosemite yeah okay Which, okay so i thought that so was weird sorry yeah. guys uh and then on september 1st 2021 brian returns home According to police, Brian returns to Northport, Florida, where he lived with Gabby. But he was alone. He just comes home. Where's Gabby? I don't know. But he hasn't told. But is is this before her parents know or after? I don't think they knew. Okay. So for the following 10 days, her mom and her father are calling her phone. They're calling Brian's phone. They're calling Brian's parents' house and phone. Nothing, nothing from them for 10 fucking days. Nothing. They have heard nothing. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that Gabby had been FaceTiming with her mom as often as she could. When and that service, stopped abruptly. Right. When service allowed. because Always a the, good sign. Right. When they're out in the middle of nowhere, she stops FaceTiming. She stops texting. It is highly unusual. She was close to her parents. She was very close to them. So on six, September 11th, mm-hmm. ironically, uh, 2021 gabby is reported missing by her family uh gabby's mother files a missing persons report with the Suffolk count in in, in new york because mm-hmm. she lives in new york right. uh, the police department after not hearing for her since late august so she hasn't heard from her since late august and before she files the missing person report she had complained that they were not taking it seriously they were not taking her disappearance 
Seriously, the cops weren't. Yeah, but I was told that the cops, anytime a white woman goes missing, they're just like on it like that. Yeah. That's not, what Twitter told me. Not when you're a woman. <laughs> Twitter told me that if you're a white girl, they're just like, they instantly go for you. Like I don't think Twitter understands that uh, the world still hates us. Twitter is an alternative reality <laughs> where is. stupidity reigns. I mean, it reigns in the real world, but man, in Twitter, it is everywhere. And it's on both sides. It on is. both sidings. This. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still dangerous to be a woman in the world. It just is. Wherever okay. you live, it's dangerous. Now things get really weird. So on September 14th, 2021, uh, Brian Laundrie's family issues a statement through their law- lawyer saying they intend to remain in the background while the search for Gabby is underway. They won't say anything. They won't talk to her parents. Mm-mm. They won't say shit. Uh, Gabby's family issues a statement accusing the Laundries of refusing to tell them where the, when they last saw Gabby. And that's true. They haven't. They still haven't. Yeah. And Brian has pled the fifth. Because now this is an international crime. Not international. I'm sorry. It's uh, a federal it's crime. It's a federal crime because this happened across state lines. Yeah. He has now crossed state lines to get back home in her van. She is a mi- she's now officially a missing person. Um, somewhere in the vicinity, we think in Wyoming. We're not sure at this time. We're not sure. It could also be in Moab where where that incident had yeah. happened. So there's a huge area where they are trying to find her. And her parents are just, they are pleading with his parents. Like, don't you have a heart? She lived with you. You said you loved her. She was supposed to be your daughter-in-law. How could you not tell us anything? How could you do this? Things change once your son becomes a murderer. Mm-hmm. Suddenly. Allegedly. A protect your son at any cost. Exactly. We saw this with the Chris Watts case. Same story. I can't stand it. Okay. Next day, September 15th, 2021. Brian becomes a person of interest. The police say the uh, laundry family is refusing to cooperate and name Brian as a person of interest in Gabby's disappearance. Now, this isn't totally weird because when you're building a case and you don't have a body, you're waiting. You're trying to find more information but refusing evidence. to cooperate is kind of a hostile it's act. shady it's suspicious it looks really and then bad. what that means makes you look guilty what that means is you're going to get served with a search warrant they eventually yeah, yeah. because they want to find that evidence so he's been home for 10 days with the van what do you think they've done with that they're van? stalling they're stalling there's something going on here they're stalling i i think that's yeah. my suspicion i yeah. could be wrong but i'm 99 they would have had time to clean that van and to dispose of any evidence that may have been in that fucking van they may have time I'm, to to do anything, any any kind of evidence. It's now gone. I would give Brian the benefit of the doubt if everything he's doing wasn't suspicious. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. He is more suspicious than Chris Watts. And Chris Watts was pretty fucking suspicious. Because <laughs> Brian's not even doing the interviews pretending like he gives a shit. Brian is just gone. He's just like, I plead the fifth. I'm not saying shit and I'm leaving and I, you're not going to oh, know and where then the how fuck they find I'm at. Out about him leaving is really fucking weird yeah. too. We'll get to that. Okay, so September 16th, a plea for help. Uh, the Northport police hold a press conference, and Gabby's father asked everyone to help find his daughter. This is in Florida. Northport yeah. is in Florida. In the swamps. Near the swamps. September 17th, 2021. Where is Brian? This is the been going all over social media, and I've been asking this. Where is Brian? Where the fuck is this guy? Uh, Laundry's parents tell the police they have not seen Brian in three days. Protesters gather outside the laundry house and this was after the cops go to actually start to to serve them with warrants and and or was it maybe a search warrant or they want to talk to him and then the the parents are like oh he's not here he's been gone for three days but we didn't tell you 
Yeah, even though he was there. Yeah, and technically, he could leave the country just only as a person of interest or leave the state. But when the cops tell you to sit fucking tight, it's because shit's about to go down. He fled. He fled. This is obvious. He fled. Yeah. And then they start telling the cops, oh, well, his car was in the swamp. It was in this nearby huge as fuck park. It's huge, 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 huge swamplands. Am I I jumping ahead? September 18th, 2021. Search for Brian. So the search for laundry begins in the 24,000-acre Carlton Reserve in Sarasota, Florida. His parents say that this is where he was headed the last time they saw him. Sure, Jan. <laughs> nice way to give somebody a head start. And they left him a little note in his car saying, please don't hurt yourself. Nothing about Gabby, though. Mm-hmm. They don't seem concerned about her. They don't care. Kind of weird, huh? It is weird for someone who lived with you for a whole fucking year. Yeah. September 19th, 2021, um, Gabby's remains are found. Authorities say they found remains near Grand Tenton National Park in Wyoming, where the van was previously spotted. And it was spotted because a YouTuber, another van person, was, uh, they had GoPro footage. Yep. They hadn't even noticed it when they took the footage, but when they got home, and all this is blowing up on social media, and they start to go through their their GoPro footage, they spot the van. The van. Um and they get in contact with um, the authorities. I'm assuming that the authorities were able to pull geotags off of GoPro and things like that and narrow it down because they find her body pretty quickly after this information. The was creepy given to them. thing in the footage is that as they approach the van, as they get closer, the door, the back doors of the van are open, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of creep close as they get near the van. Yeah. And one of her sandals, or what looks like one it of her sandals, it looks like the is, same sandal from from the the cop footage in Utah. The cam footage. The yeah. cam footage. Yeah. Um, it looks like the same damn flip-flop just sitting there at the back of the van. A lone one. So, so just, just it's all by itself. It's creepy. Um, and there might be, and this is conjecture, I don't know, the cops, if it's true, they would know more and they're not going to release this to the public, obviously, because they're building a case. Um, but there might even be a figure in the background that looks kind of hunched over. Yeah, some people think that. I don't know. I don't, I, I kind of look blobby. I'm not sure. I think it could have been anything. It could have been a deer. To me, it looked like a deer. I am the skeptic. Because <laughs> who else is closing the I'm door? I'm skeptical. Who's closing the door? If- so, September 20th, 2021, mm-hmm. the FBI issues a search warrant at the, at the Landry home, seizing his car and a hard drive that may contain evidence that a felony had been committed. Mm-hmm. September 21st, 2021, Gabby's remains are identified. A coroner confirms that the remains found in Wyoming is Gabby Petito and determined the initial manner of death is homicide. The FBI announced they are taking over the criminal investigation and authorities continue to search for Brian in the hellish swamps of Florida. (laughs) Yeah, because the Florida cops have done so fucking great so far. Thanks, Florida. September 23rd, 2021. A arrest warrant is issued. A federal court in Wyoming issues an arrest warrant for Brian Laundry. He is charged with the unlo- unauthorized use of a debit card to make unauthorized withdrawals worth more than 1000 during the time Petito went missing. Mm-hmm. He's guilty. This is guilt. Yeah. What is he doing with her card by himself? Yeah. Okay. Taking, taking her money. Yeah. Probably uh, living off her because, you know, he only eats fucking melons because it's it leaves zero... Zero footprint, except there's a plane that has to fly Septem- in to bring you that goddamn September, melon. Uh, I digress. 24th, 2021, a vigil is held for Gabby. A candlelight vigil is held for Gabby in her hometown of Blue Point, New York. And that's pretty much where we're at. We don't know. Brian is still at large. It is uh, of the time of this 
recording. It is Saturday, the 25th, 416 Central Time. Brian's still at large. He's on the run. He has fled. Mm-hmm. And people on Twitter are wondering, why is anybody interested in this story, Stephanie? Why could they possibly be interested in a white girl (laughs) who was murdered? I mean, there's a few reasons why they're interested. It's not, I mean, is the missing white girl thing a part of it? Yeah, it is. That's the stories that the media decides to cover. Um, The other part, though, is that Gabby had a very, very large social media following. She had a lot of posts. Uh, She had... 100,000 followers on Instagram and and a million followers on TikTok. That's a fucking lot. That's a lot. That's more than we'll ever have. Yeah. (laughs) In our wildest dreams. In our wildest dreams. I mean, she did this all on her own. She she managed to do this with with her lifestyle video posts. So there's video, there's there's pictures. She has a, a social media presence. And in a visually obsessed culture like we have, unfortunately, this is going to garner more interest than than just a missing person without okay all of that extra data i want to define what missing white woman syndrome is for those people who don't know uh the news media basically what it means is the news media and consumers prefer coverage of cases involving upper class white females more so than stories featuring people of color men Mm -hmm. gay people poor Mm -hmm. people and anyone from the trans community under this theory, stories about missing white women are overreported, and stories about marginalized people are underreported. It's a theory rooted in race, gender, social class, kind of an inter- intersectional theory. It, you know, for and to some some degree, it is true because it's sort of in that if it bleeds, it leads, and it, and what scares white people more is suburban white people who have nice lives without any crime around them. That kind of shit scares them. For a long time, that's the kind of stuff that was reported. It is starting to change. And that I would say is because we have cameras in our phones and we have video cameras well, in our phones. Well, you have killers like Jeffrey Dahmer and Albert Fish on record saying that they target marginalized people mm-hmm. because they knew no one would care about them. Right. So I think there is some truth. There's to some. It. There's definitely some truth. To okay. That. that doesn't mean though that we can cherry pick victims. Like, well, if you're white, you, you know, you're you're you deserve what you get, and if you're black, you need to be talked about. <laughs> That's or a load of shit. Or that, vice versa. If you're yeah. black, you don't matter, and you're white. You know, you do because you're a white girl. We're not. I'm. I think both of those are gross. That's crazy. Well, and, and I'll just I'll, I'll give you a comparison. I think one of the reasons why the George Floyd case blew up the way it did is that it was videotaped. So we saw it. We all saw him get killed, and it was really hard for people to look away from that. And and even the racists who would ordinarily be like, well, maybe the cop had a, you know, had a reason for you know putting his fucking knee on the guy's neck. No, we all saw George get murdered on camera by a cop who didn't give a shit. All right? We all saw it. And he went to jail It was for a that. lynching. It was a fucking lynching, and we all it fucking saw it. It was a modern-day lynching. And, and it's why there were so many protests. It's why you saw all, all the media coverage around it, because it was just in your face. And because I think, the video. Because of the video. And I think with the Gabby it's case, it's, 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 very, it's similar in that way, is that we live with our eyes, and we're in this very, you know, social media-drenched world where things visually are more stimulating to us than just the written word. Unfortunately, that's just kind of what's okay, going on right now. People who subscribe to the missing white woman syndrome theory uh, tend to ignore that missing persons cases usually have a mysterious or unusual component to them. Like the, there's a mystery involved. And mysteries sell. The media yeah. and the public love mysteries. They do. That's why we do this podcast. It's about mysteries and weird shit. Spooky things. Yes. The public loves a good mystery. Right. And this and the is something was... completely ignored yeah. by these assholes on Twitter, the woke, 
morons, the mouth breathers, the idiots. And it look, it's not a racial thing. And the clout thing. chasers, because I'm going to say that. Yeah, too. they're clout chasers. There's We're going to get to that. We're, We're going to get to that. I've got, I've got some words. I'm there is a racial bias. Let's accept that. Mm-hmm. Okay, there all there has been, but there's also a sensational bias and a bias towards compelling stories, and this is a compelling story. Mm-hmm. Girls. Women and girls in general are overrepresented in the media as victims of crime. Yeah. It's all girls all around the, yeah. if you look at the data. And men are overrepresented as perpetrators in mm-hmm. the media's crime. You know, we're just now finding out there's a lot more female serial killers <laughs> yes. because we thought women were perfect and they could do no wrong. Well, this is where sexism plays a role in a it's negative a, way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what you know, when you're not being a feminist and you're not advocating for equality, this is actually equality that women can be perpetrators of crimes too. White women fit the stereotypical damsel in distress paradigm. And mm-hmm. this is really appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. I think what critics fail to realize about the Gabby Petito case is, is that it's quite compelling. You have this couple on a cross-country trip. You have this whole van life subculture that most people have never heard of. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know anything about it. Not really. They're, they are having relational problems. There is this encounter with the police involving domestic violence, and there is footage of the incident. Again, what you said, and their lives are playing out in, on social media, which creates an empathy. It creates a connection with Gabby. Right, because, and I want to say this as someone who has been uh, in a, an abusive relationship for um, 11 years. It was, in a, it was bad. And when you watch that video and you watch the way that she covers for Brian and the way that she legitimately thinks it's her fault that he's upset or that she made him mad and that's why they had a fight or she was defending herself. So it must have been her fault why she hit him because she did defend herself. And they have her as the aggressor. I found that really, really, really upsetting as someone who... Well, it's triggering a lot of women. It's, it's fucking triggering as hell. A lot of us could have been Gabby, you know? My ex used to talk about how he could get away with murder all the time in order to scare me. That's yeah. fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to say. It was a lot of emotional abuse and you start to get gaslit and it and it changes a, an essential part of you and and your people are like, "Why why don't you leave?" Well, in part because they know that that you love them and they exploit that to their advantage. And it's 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 just such but a shitty thing. Having it's, a social media presence in this footage, they feel like real people. I mean, they are yes, real people, but it it's creates a lot a more tangible than than just a reading name. about it in reading the paper about it or just seeing what like the, used to do. the milk carton posters. But like the Walmart. same thing with George Floyd's murder last mm-hmm. summer, as you were saying, it humanizes them. Yeah, and even humanized George Floyd to a lot of races, as we saw last, which summer. was a good thing. I mean, it wasn't good but that he died, but that's a good. You thing You have it did this that. thing where Gabby goes missing, Brian returns home without her. His parents are acting suspicious. Then he disappears. Gabby's body is found and ruled a homicide. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a mystery there. It's a great mystery. And I want to say, look, I have tons of files on my MacBook of missing and murdered white women cases mm-hmm. that are not being talked about. They're white. Yeah. Okay? You know why they're not being talked about? Because they're everyday occurrences. There's no story around it. It's not fair, but we're drawn to the unusual. We're drawn to the things that are in our heads. Most of these, it's probably just the boyfriend killed them. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's nothing unusual about the circumstances, you know, or whatever. But, and then you've got indigenous women, as you said, and you've got black women. Yeah. And I think they are underrepresented in the media. They are underrepresented in the media. And some of the people who are complaining about this have a ginormous fucking platform to talk about these people who have gone I'm gonna, missing. I'm going to get to this. No, I want to talk about it first. 
Okay, but I have something more to say. Oh, about you have one more thing yeah. to say? Okay, okay. So why <laughs> why is it is it the media covering all the indigenous women and the and the or is it just a racial issue? Is the media just racist or are we all racist because we we're talking about Gabby? The story is the factor. The story stands out. That's why this is a this is in the media. It's a compelling story. Well, I think there's a compelling story surrounding the indigenous women. It is, but. It's a different right now. It's right in your face with video. Are there? Are there? Is there footage of these indigenous women? No, not that I know. Of. And that and George Floyd was everywhere. Yeah, was it media? Was it we all racist then when you could not go anywhere without seeing George Floyd's face? We could not get him out of our heads because it was everywhere because we watched him die. Yeah, he was murdered. Yeah, and this woman, this girl, we saw her before she was murdered. We saw her in distress, and we know basically who killed her i'm sorry i think he killed her i, I do too I'm most just... people do <laughs> and most people believe that his parents are covering for him that's what makes this case disgusting they're culpable and they're going they're going just to go to like jail the chris watts yep fucking family of assholes All and right. that's that's one of the maddening things is that when you know there are other people involved and they're a part of it so the thing i wanted to say about the media is that you know, they didn't give a shit about any of these indigenous women or the black and brown folks who have gone missing. I never murdered. heard them mention them. They don't mention them. They have a... They were invisible people. They have huge platforms. They have millions and millions of people who watch their TV shows, who follow their Twitter and their other social media platforms. At any fucking time, they could talk about these cases where people have gone missing. They could talk about this. You know where I fucking heard about the indigenous women first? I heard about it through Vox. I heard about it from Lawrence O'Donnell. Even the movie, I think it's called Wind River. Yeah. Um, I started finding out about this over the years, and it started to really enrage me. Well, there's me. an area in Canada called the Highway of Tears right, where this but it, is happening. It ha- here's where it gets fucking weird, because it's it's connected to uh, the oil shit that's going on yeah. on indigenous land and how the our u.s government is trying to take it back and the people who are perpetrating the crimes are these contractors these oil rig people who are out there on the government's the behalf. u.s government being evil against yeah. indigenous people yeah. imagine that and to me that's the story right there and i, I do i want to get into it bigger there's it's it's a lot of research to cover under that because it's it's abhorrent but to act like hmm they're the media and they're pissed off that no one covers these cases, yet they don't cover it. I never saw well, Joy it's, fucking it's, read. It's, it's wokeism. Talk about it. I never heard Don Lemon talk about it, and I listened and to And I want to say this, and I'll remind, look, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we're liberal. We're not classical liberals like Dave Rubin. <laughs> Fuck Dave Rubin. No, we're liberal. We're progressive. Yeah. We support. We supported the George Floyd protest all the way. I didn't support defu- or defund the police because that's fucking stupid. The tagline of that is stupid. What they wanted wasn't so stupid, but just saying that is the it's dumbest It's a terrible thing. Oh, slogan. God, it's a dumb slogan. And it has resulted in nothing good happening for African-Americans. Yeah. And the police are killing African-Americans. Yes. But I will say this. They're also going when after When they kill too. an African-American, it is on the news. Mm-hmm. It is covered. There have been white people who have been murdered by the police, but it's not covered because it's not that racial element that primal racial element that the media especially some of the liberal networks love to exploit so much they do want to exploit it 
And that's what it feels. It feels very cynical as opposed to we actually care about these people's lives yeah. that were murdered by police. And it would be different if someone like Joy Reid had said, you know, I was remiss in not covering these cases. I want to shine a light on this. I don't want to take away from the fact that her because she did this on the day. She needs to Gabby's, move on from Donald Trump. She found she said this shit on the day that Gabby's body had just been found. Yeah. And he hasn't been caught. And he was. Brian is still at large. Gone. Yeah fucking gone and she's saying this like just really callous shit i mean it's what the hell's wrong with you i mean why why, why the fuck are you saying it i mean, I mean wh- chauvin was caught red-handed and yeah. he got arrested who when he murdered george george floyd right and so, thank god he's in jail i hope he rots and dies in there i'm not even saying she doesn't have a point my point is that the way she's going about it is very performative it's very, well, this is this is Twitter. She's doing this for her Twitter audience. Yes, exactly. Get all mad for the Twitter audience. Get all mad. Get all, all and divisive. And, and divisive. And, and, and everybody's against each other. Whites against blacks. They love this this on Twitter. It's this. I got called a racist because I said all victims matter. <laughs> it's just all crazy. victims matter is a controversial statement. I, I can't believe that could even be considered controversial. And then that, they said that's what a racist would say. And the person who told me this had Joe Biden all over their profile. Joe Biden, who had the crime bill signed mm-hmm. off on it in 1994. And look, we voted for Biden on this podcast. So we're not anti-Biden. But Biden was a part of the super predators <laughs> thing, too. So this person is As acting... As most liberals in the 90s. Yes. Even, even the Hillary black lawmakers, Clinton, too. So I and, a lot of the, and a lot of the black ministers were. My 25-year-old well. ass was alive during that time. I don't know how. It must have been tri- time travel. But I recall it very well. Yeah. My 8-year-old my ass was... <laughs> but, no. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's just, it's so cynical. It's gross. It's Joy Reid is disgusting. She's lost me as a fan. I'm sure she could give a shit less, but I really can't stand that divisiveness when more than anything, we need to come together to defend our country, defend, to defend democracy. Our, you know, our voting rights are under attack. Women's rights are under attack. But let's stop just constantly talking about interviewing people who knew Donald Trump. I, I hate it. it. I'm I, sick of it. And here's the thing about Joy Reid and all these people. When the cameras are off, they're having a drink with those Trump people. They're oh, yeah. they're ha- they're living it up, and you know all these fucking people. A bunch of those reporters are friends with Tucker Carlson. I know this for a fact. God. They've talked about it. He's a nice guy. You oh, don't my God. you don't know him like I do. Well, no, I know him. He's a piece of sh- racist shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he just doesn't have his hood on anymore. But this woke Twitter and, you know, just you're a racist if you don't immediately just side with us over this and you don't support like all white people are evil and racist and disgusting and we hate white people. And look, I make white people jokes. I make Karen I jokes. I make cracker jokes. Yeah, I've said it's, cracker. It's one of my favorite things to do on Twitter is to call it the crackers. Actually, I got censored But I don't believe it. in racial <laughs> determinism. I don't believe that we're born. Our skin defines us as a person. I don't believe in that anybody that's silly it's a cultural thing it's yeah. not our, our yeah. dna if you believe that you're racist doesn't matter what color you are <laughs> i agree it, you know you're basically it's like calvinism it's a religious that's why i don't like the woke stuff because it's a it's a secular religion uh-huh. based on this idea that people your color of your skin should define your place in life and here's the thing this country is going to hell this country yeah. is going to hell yeah because we cannot get along we're all divided Everyone, and the media just keeps dividing us even more. And they're all we're all in a war on who is the biggest victim. Yeah, it's a pity party. <laughs> a first world nation where most people are living well, but it's a pity party. And I'm not saying, look, homelessness is, a, is bad, like especially in Los Angeles, stuff like that. Poverty is, is But if going you up. look at us by the standards of, say, Africa and places like that, we're, we're living well. Yeah. 
And yeah. and the people need to get off this this idea we're all victims. Okay. Everybody born to some degree is a victim in this world. This is a hard world we live in, just the world itself. But you don't go around saying, I'm a victim and put all my shit in my Twitter profile that I'm a victim. I'm, sub- I'm <laughs> I oppressed. Hate that. I it's hate cringy. That. It's, it's nonsense. <laughs> and I'm not one of those people who's like, let's be positive all the time because I think that's nonsense too. But yeah, I, I don't want to consider myself a victim all the time. Because that's a bad way to think. That's you're going if to be. If you want to get mad about something, get mad about the rich people because they're fucking you over. It doesn't matter whether they're liberal, conservative, whatever. It's the rich. Yeah. That's you know you're you're fine if you're rich. You know, Caitlyn Jenner's fine. Caitlyn Jenner's trans, but Caitlyn Jenner's rich and she's a MAGA She'll idiot. She'll never get fucking discriminated against for her. Right, because she's it's class. Because she's rich. Class matters more than anything. And by the way, she made all her money being being a man first. So yeah. it's. A little ironic. Caitlyn Jenner will live out her rest of her days. A fucking hater. Rich and fine. <laughs> and elitist. And, and yeah, perfectly fine. And all the, you know, white women in my, uh, all my files that are missing or dead, uh, no one gives a shit about them. Joy Reid doesn't give a shit about them. She no. doesn't give a shit about the indigenous women nope. who are dead. No. Nope. She gives a shit about her own ass and her clout because she's a narcissist. Yeah. And that's the problem we're dealing with is terminal narcissism. Brian's parents are narcissists. He is a narcissist. All it's, these people on social media are fucking narcissists. It's boomer narcissism. It's what's well, yeah, still but she's not. Yeah, she's Re- in the Gen X club. Uh, so. She's just a fucking TV personality and Don Lemon. They're all fucking narcissists. They're all narcissists. They think they're better. I don't think. I don't think um, Lawrence O'Donnell is. I think he's an actual genuine. person. Or maybe he's better at hiding it. I, I don't, don't know. I know. like him and I like Nicole Wallace, and it's not. There's because people of I like who are narcissists. Okay. Yeah. We all, it's a spectrum. We all are on the spectrum True. somewhere. Yeah. But this. I mean, I liked Joy Reid for a long time until she said this shit. And I just, it was just so offensive to me. All these little fucking clowns on Twitter. Run a murder victim for the With their mud. Marvel fucking dick rider profile pics. You know, all this woke shit. It's like, you guys are fucking clowns. You're just a bunch of stands. For those of you who don't know, a stand is like a nutty, culty kind of fan of something. And they're all over Twitter, but they're all woke. And they're always just constantly bickering about something. But at the end of the day, they're all supporting Disney. They're supporting the corporations. <laughs> Huge conglomeration that is. They're, they're Nike woke. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of those corporations, uh, you know, they love to pull out their performative shit like every Pride Month. And it's and, so cynical. And Black History Month and all that fucking stupid shit. And, then, and they do it for the veterans. and they, it's, it's all bullshit. It's all, yeah, it's all bullshit. They don't care about any of these, any of us, all right? They just want your dollars. Yeah, that's all it is. It's bullshit. They, they want your money, and they're just going to sell it to you and, and pretend that they actually give a shit about the Well, the it's a way to distract can. from the real issues, too. The that woke they're too stuff, fucking rich. The woke stuff is a way to dis- distract against- And they don't pay taxes. Against class consciousness. Because mm-hmm. if you're conscious of the fact that there is a class divide in this country- Right. Then- you know, you're going to do something. But if you're stuck arguing over identity politics and all this, oh, this person, this person's a victim, but they didn't cover this one topic. It's all a distraction. All of it. And that's my, that's what I think. And you don't like it. Fuck off. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that too. Just- all right. When we come back. We're going to answer some questions from you motherfuckers. <laughs> it's going to get real. All right.
well, 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 and we're back. Welcome back to hell. I am sorry you just had to have your eardrums destroyed, but there's a reason for it. Yeah. We're about to read emails. <laughs> Listeners. Haters. This email is about the woman who liked to say, well, well, wow, wow, wow. Grace Randolph. <laughs> Queen of the Karens of film Twitter. Uh, Grace Randolph is a clickbait artist, grifter, unattractive female. <laughs> Uh, let me think. Incel, like, porn magnet. Incels like her. They want to fuck her. Uh, her makeup is atrocious, and I'm not saying that because I'm hating on her. I'm saying yes, that because are. it is literally atrocious because it looks like she just got fucked. I'm sorry. Stephanie, that's sexist. If you're going to smear black coal eyeliner around your eyes, you need to learn how to apply it. You're, look, fucking 40. You should know how to put that shit She's on. She's like early 30s. She looks like an almost 50-year-old woman. <laughs> she she lo- does. I, you know I think she looks like? God. Joan Rivers. Oh, no, no, no. I think she looks like Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter's and meets Joan Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand her. She's fucking racist as hell. She lies all the time. And all these like simps, all these like little like like incel teenage simps are always like great grace randolph she likes Zack snyder and she <laughs> hates other women and she's obsessed with um jessica chastain yes she is freakishly obsessed with jessica chastain she hates on her constantly and i'm like yeah because jessica chastain is beautiful and has talent and you're a failed actress so which is why, why you're doing this are we talking about this person we're talking about her because fuck you stupid cunts from nick winter sent us an email yeah he said fuck you stupid cunts <laughs> We have a fan. Ah, uh, such a fan. He says, Grace is a gorgeous babe, and your whore wife is a jealous bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I don't need to have just fucked eyeliner on my face to be jealous. Are we sure this is not your brother? His name's Nick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your brother wants to fuck Grace Randolph. Ew. Uh, ew uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. Um, um, he, says, he says, Grace supports Zach. He means Zack Snyder and the fandom. The no, fandom. No, she doesn't. She's a grifter, you dumb fuck. And now he's threatening us. We know your names. We see your Twitter. You are no friend of Zack Snyder. Grace is loyal to Zack and super fuckable Nick. Has, has Nick ever met Zack Snyder? I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder would not be a fan of Nick. No. He needs to stop hanging out with Grace, though, I admit. He needs to stop doing interviews with her. She's trash. He does interviews with yeah, Grace? Yeah, she sucks up to him really hard. Oh, God. No. <laughs> he's nice, though. I'm going to say this. That, We're that fans of Zack Snyder. I love Zack Snyder. He's a really nice but just, guy. He's a nice guy in general. He I is. think people take advantage of him and how nice he is. I like when he says she's super fuckable. What, what is super fuckable, Stephanie? Um, Someone who acts like a slut and a whore? I don't know. I'm not trying to slut shame. But, you know, Grace actually is a whore. Because she whores herself are, are you, out for are you fucking su- scoops. Are you super fuckable, Stephanie? Am I super fuckable? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't care. Well, 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 well. That voice, it's it's like a banshee. Yeah. It's it's nightmarish. Mm-hmm. It feels like an ice pick into my eardrums, and I want to kill myself afterwards. Okay, so didn't we get an email, somebody about the Matrix or a tweet? Um, it's at the Great Picnic. It's Delitzo, Adrian Zimba. 
He follows us on Twitter. He's a, we're friends with him. Uh-huh. He's a great guy. Um, yeah. He wanted to know what we thought of the trailer for the Matrix Resurrections, which is the new Matrix movie. It looks like a whole like mind fuck, and I can't wait to watch it. My reaction was I was just happy to see Keanu Reeves. The way people feel yeah. about Ted Lasso, when I see Keanu Reeves, I get happy. That's the way I feel about Brendan Fraser, too. But the trailer made me happy because it felt like you were seeing old friends again. These people, these characters we've known for like 20 years. We know them, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. back. Somehow they're, they're back. Because uh, I love the original trilogy. The first movie is the best, but I do love the trilogy. I know that's apparently controversial. <laughs> oh, apparently people are rewatching the movies and they're deciding that they do like the second when you and watch third it movies. In, yeah, in, in succession, you understand what they're going for. But I think Wachowski's sisters are brilliant. I think only one of them is doing this movie, though. The other one set it out. And she's working with another person on this movie. But it looks great. Trill looks amazing. I'm hyped. They didn't give you very much information, which is how I actually like my trailers, because I just want to be blown away and surprised when I see the film by everything. Yeah. That's I love that. That's one of my favorite things about going to see the movies in the movie theater is we not don't knowing know what's happening. I, I don't want to know. I just want to be immersed into it. And I want I want all I would just want to experience the whole thing and feel it. I love it. So what about Billie Eilish? Oh, <laughs> so you, you have a new fan, Michael. I have so many girls who want me. It's I, great. I know, I know. They're all crazy. Mm-hmm. They're all freaks. They all assert that they're not the crazy ones, though. Every single one of them has said, I'm not crazy. I'm not like the last crazy people. <laughs> I'm new and improved. I'm new and improved crazy. Yeah. So I take my pills every day. This girl is named Callie Fish, and I don't think that's a real name. <laughs> She has an old school... Is she related, related to Albert Fish? Ew. She has an old school Billie Eilish wig on, like a Halloween wig. It's that ugly green With... and black hair that I can't stand that no, Billie No, it had. was a really cool... As a colorist, it's I'm going to say... anime shit. Well, but it was fucking cool as a colorist. I'm going to tell you it was awesome. The only anime I like is The Matrix, Ghost in Shell, and I do like that Star Wars anime. I'm I love the like. anime from Kill Bill. Was it in the first one? Yeah. Stephanie got mad because I was watching Star Wars anime the other day. I didn't like it. I don't like modern anime. It was cool. I, I like it. the more edgy, weird, weird the shit. The story was good. I couldn't, I just couldn't get over the anime. I know. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm so, going to, I'm going to jerk off to it in silence. Oh God. I'm just kidding. No. So back to Callie. This is a tweet. Hey, Michael, I listened to your pod and heard you like Billie Eilish. I look like her. Um, no, you don't. This person is like 14. Yeah. She says, don't you want me? Dump your hoe bag wife. I will do anything for you. Uh, anything? Like, go away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be happy she would just go the fuck away. Go the fuck away. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I was wrong. Stephanie looks like Debbie Harry now, not Billie Eilish. I told you. I'm a little disappointed, but whatever. You're... I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm a hot bitch right now. I'm hot properties. Oh, oh, oh. Narcissist. Yeah. yeah, hot properties. Ladies. Or men, get yourself a big change. It feels really fucking good. Narcissist. We're going to do a new photo shoot soon, but it's going to be different. (laughs) I love having blonde hair. I'm going to wear a pumpkin mask or a werewolf mask or something stupid. It's so fun. I've never been a fully, like a full blonde. I only had like bad highlights done in my small town where I grew up and they did them through a cap. You'll know what I'm talking about. People who get your hair done, hair colored. Yeah. Cap foils horrible <laughs> they would never lift me past a level seven gold it was so ugly it was so bad but this this girl looks like a train wreck she i mean if you she just looks look, like a wet you know what she looks like she's a poser she looks like a wedding cake that <laughs> a dog ate why what yes that's what that's what comes to mind by the way <laughs> does that or even- like it was thrown in the toilet and it's collapsed that's what this girl looks like <laughs> 
I mean, she's pretty, but she looks underage. I mean, she's a pr- she's an underage girl, and she's throwing herself at you, and she um well, yeah wants you to be a um I don't know if I have this tweet because she's wanting you to be a groomer. And one of I'm her not tweets. into underage girls. Just just FYI. Guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You know. I'm but it, but at if it. you're of the right age, call me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> We're going to talk about your bullshit in a minute, actually, Stephanie. What's my bullshit? You, well, there's a woman that wants to know about you. Okay. Um, I'm looking her up. Amy Thompson says, what is the deal with Stephanie and uh, Henry, the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Yeah. I love Her Henry thirst Cavill. tweets are annoying. <laughs> you know what? I barely tweet about it. I agree. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> I barely tweet about him. I don't. I literally don't like retweet all because there's people who do that shit, and I see it in my timeline. But um, I'm just gonna tell you that Henry Cavill, in my eyes, uh, is one of the. There's several men who have this, but he is. He is like, uh, what's the word when you exemplify male beauty? He's so beautiful. Well, I'm going to get you a, a vibrator that looks like Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, but. no, 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 no. That, that's only a part of it. He's just, he's extremely beautiful, but he's also really kind. And I just, that combination you together. You don't know him. No, but he he appears kind and warm-hearted, and he has this rich, So did Ted Bundy. Voice. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Ted Bundy. And I just think he's a, I just, to me, he's Superman. He's the Witcher. I think I love his. I like his movies. I, I think he's a really good. I like Man of Steel. But I, like, I, th- I, like I just the think Witcher. he's just one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. Like he's. Just I like so him as pretty. Superman, and I like The Witcher, and that's it. Fuck everything else. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking care. He wasn't that. The Man from Uncle. That was a good movie too. That's the one with the cannibal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Army oh. Hammer, the cannibal. Well, it's not his fault. He's with the cannibal guy. Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't get eaten. <laughs> so, Chris Rhymes wanted to know when we were talking about aliens. Are we ever going to talk about aliens? Well, I want to say this. I don't want to talk about serial killers, but people like serial killers. So that's why we talk about fucking serial killers. But we talk <laughs> about a bunch of different shit on this show. It's all weird shit. We talk about Grace Randolph. She's a creature, a monster. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mutant, whatever. We, we talk about Army Hammer. He's a cannibal. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> we are recording a podcast about aliens next week. Uh, we're going to talk about aliens. Talk about the face on Mars and conspiracies with Chris Knowles, one of the most insane people on the planet and a legend. This guy is legendary. You're going to love this guy. Um, the tinfoil is going to be everywhere, Stephanie. <laughs> I, I'm really excited about this because I don't know We're how people... We're also going to be chatting with Chris about how much we hate all the woke Karens in the X-Files fandom. Oh, they're so gross. Because now... A, it's a bunch of weirdo. Let's explain oh, this thing about that. What's going on with what they're doing right now, and it's really gross. You explain it. it. Okay. So they're taking stock photos of just random ass, like, fake couples of people who happen to have red hair and a guy with maybe medium brown to dark brown or black hair. And then they're badly photoshopping some of the features of Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny onto their faces. And de-aging them. Yeah. And they want and them it to looks look like, really shitty. It looks really shitty. It looks really creepy. I saw one where like one was pregnant and I'm like, or Jillian was pregnant. It doesn't look like her. There's, my favorite one is there's one with David Duchovny as like a professor. And then Jillian is his student and she's like a 14 year old girl. She looks girl. like a Lolita. Yeah. And, and the, she's got and, her hair in a and ponytail. And these people are supposed to be woke. 
and liberal and they're posting this shit. It's so It's predatory. Gross. It's so gross. Get the guy from what's the guy's name that shows And they're up? writing a bunch of fan fiction and spanking it to this shit. Well, I just think it's, it's porn. Creepy. It's like it's like really Incelly, nerdy erotica, like of the yeah, worst yeah. kind. Well, and they also ship like David and Jillian, the Golovny fans, which people think I do. I don't. I just think they actually, you can tell they fuck. And, and I think they're yeah, together. In other words, she's a Golovny fan. No, I anyway, just think they uh, work together. Kurt, That's what it. is it? Curtis. I'm not that invested. Chris Hansen, he needs to show up at their fucking house. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of freaks. Golovny people are really, really, really invested. They're in fucking freaks. And they're always posting care. pictures of dicks and vaginas. And it's like, what is this shit? Oh, because of Jillian does that show about like, like dildos. She's Jillian like a is professor. a fucking nymphomaniac. She is a sex craze. Dude, both she woman. and David can't keep it in their pants. They are just. This is why they suck in relationships. Crazy. And also why I think they kind of belong together because they're like the same person. So they're fucking crazy. They're, they just belong together. They do. I'm like, y'all just need to like stick it with each other. That's all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> somebody named Brian asked. Are you going to do a podcast on the unexplained deaths of the family in the Sierra National Forest? Yes. Okay, I should explain what he's talking about. So there was a family, John Garish, age 45, Ellen Chung, age 30, their one-year-old daughter, Milo or Milu? Milo. Is it M-I-L-O? No, M I. J-U. Miu, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And their dog mm. were found dead August 17th. The dog is really cute. In the Devil's Gulch area of the Sierra National Forest. Their cause, their cause of death could not be determined even after the autopsy was conducted. Now, there are two theories about this we've been given to by the media. Uh, one is that it was a lightning strike, which sounds like bullshit. Because everyone's heart stopped at the same time, and that's fucking weird. Or... It's toxic algae, and this is like a thing, apparently, that algae can kill you or can- Grow into a killer flower, bloom, and then suck all the oxygen. There is an X-File episode about <laughs> something like this, about a giant fungal organism called I Phil love, Trip. It's yeah, a great yeah. episode. <laughs> I don't buy either of those theories. Mm-mm, it no. sounds like bullshit. Now, this case fits the profile of what they call the missing 411 cases, which are these unexplained deaths or disappearances in national parks. We could do a whole fucking episode on that, because it's really fascinating. And this case, by the way, did receive national media attention, even though there's like two Asian people in it. So, you know, all the wokes, but the wokes didn't care. They didn't fucking care. They're like, oh, family, fuck them. <laughs> if they're not gay and they don't have like, you know, something growing out of their head or something, we don't fucking care. It's two Asian people yeah. died. They're unexplained deaths. It's uh, an entire family. But you know why it was covered? Because it's a good mystery. It's still unexplained. Yeah. It's an X-File. This is an X-File. A real life X file. Yeah, this is something that would show up on. Um, this is exactly Mysteries. the kind of shit I want to talk about in this podcast. It's unexplained <laughs> deaths because I want to know. So I guess your answer is yes. We're going to be covering it. Yeah, I I'm gonna. I want more information, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Caleb Dennison asks, "Do you believe boomers are sociopaths? If so, why?" Well, you go first, stuff. Short answer: Yes. Fucking a yes. Why? The whole goddamn world is on fire because of them. Our democracy is about to collapse worldwide, by the way, but particularly here in the United States. There's a book written. I don't I don't know who wrote it because I don't care, but I read it and it's about how boomers are sociopaths. It's I think got- I know two who are not. I think I know two, just two, 
Maybe three. I think I've got a better. Who are not? Who? I'm just I'm saying in my life that I just only know who? Uh, my therapist. I'm not so sure about that. My vocal coach. And um, there's a gentleman on Twitter that I am friends with. He lives. He is a donkey aficionado. And does he fuck donkeys? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. He's an environmental. Like cigar aficionado? No, 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 no. He's an environmentalist and all about like the only way to get rid of um really get rid of our carbon footprint is to go back to you know oh so he's like brian horse and buggy, buggy <laughs> the guy who killed the uh, gabby that fucker oh god no 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 <laughs> he's very, i don't trust anybody says shit like that he's very nice um i don't think they're sociopaths but uh everybody else okay i don't know if i believe boomers or sociopaths but i do believe most of them are narcissists yeah and the parents of chris watts and brian laundry are so narcissistic they're willing to protect their murderous sons at any cost this has been happening over and over again with these families because scott peterson's parents are another case of these fuckers who will just cover they called him the golden boy and i'm telling you if it was my fucking kid no no you you hurt somebody you rape them you murder them you do any of that fucking shit you're not my family anymore Never. And I would cut them out of my heart and it would bleed me dry. And I would also think there was something wrong with me as a parent. I would question everything I had done. How did I fucking fail my kid for them to turn out that bad? That's what I would be as a parent. I don't know how you can be a parent and not think any of those questions and automatically go, well, I must protect this. Because it's in the blood. That's fucked up. But maybe it's because, you know, uh, my bloodline isn't so great. So I think, you know, you make families. You're not always born into them. Sometimes you have it to create the family. Maybe it's an evolutionary thing. I don't know. Maybe, but it's awfully weird that the people who do it the most are boomers. Yeah, but we don't know what what's the data on the generation before that. You know, we don't know. I mean, they tend to. Are, 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 Gen X is there really any difference? Like, I just feel like they, a lot of them have followed in their parents' footsteps. So it's pride. Yeah. It's it's pride. It's like this this, and I see this a lot in Kansas too, where the, it's this very like family and pride, and the the version of the family that's presented is the that in like everything else can be swept under the rug. Alcoholism, drug abuse, toxic, um, fucking child abuse, all of that shit doesn't fucking matter as long as everyone looks like they they smell like roses. They don't care. They don't fucking care. It's pride. Yeah, and it's 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 toxic. Highly toxic. But are they narcissists or are they sociopaths or are they both? Probably both. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that Chris Watts, we talked about last week, is he a sociopath or is he just a narcissist? I think he's a narcissist. I don't think he's a sociopath. Yeah. But, but his fa- family is clearly narcissistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, no, I think his mother is a sociopath. I think the mistress, she might even be a psychopath. There's something really fucking wrong with her. Well, they're kind of interchangeable terms. Whatever. But yeah. she's she's fucked up. I don't think Chris is. We got some idiots on Instagram who thought we were like letting Chris off the hook. Did you listen to the fucking podcast? <laughs> we shit all over the guy. We took a sh- we took our pants off and we shit down his throat. <laughs> we I'm, called him a monster. We yeah. said we hope he rots in jail. He's never said he's never apologized. He's never said he's sorry. He's never shown any fucking remorse. He acts like it didn't even what happen. What was that about the children or something extra we were going Oh my god. Okay, so Michael, when we were first starting to um research this case michael had a theory and he thought you know i don't think chris ever killed the kids outright i think they he just drowned them in the oil in the oil tank that's how he killed them he shoved them in there 
And the initial reports we were reading said that they had asphyxiated. And later, as he's, because we were still fascinated by it even afterwards, it just stuck with us because it was so horrific. Michael kept digging. And he found out, oh, no, they did find oil in their stomach and lungs. I'm just going to say like Elena, can you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> More morbid. No. Uh, it's, it's awful. That, that's, that's, ugh. Fucking sickening. It's so your your initial theory that that's he, vile. It's vile, and it shows it weirdly shows his cowardice because he wants his children gone, but he can't even do the, like he can't even cleanly kill them. He has to torture them. One of our mutual friends on Twitter said that um, Chris Watts is a Grace Randolph fan, and I completely agree. He probably <laughs> he was spanking it to the Grace. I bet, I bet, because those people are crazy. <laughs> People are fucking crazy. Okay, so Katie Hoffman asked, and she says, this is a question for both of you. Okay. And I've written some deep shit on this, Stephanie. It went deep. <laughs> what is your concept of evil? Do you believe it exists? Where does evil come from? Now, you, I want you to just go into your crazy place and <laughs> I don't have a bring out place. the crazy, um, and then I'm going to refute you with science. Well, I think maybe science someday can can explain this, like interstellar. But anyway, like love. <laughs> no, I I have the Sylvia Brown view of evil. Um, I don't think there's a devil, and I don't believe there's a hell. You've clearly never met Albert Fish. <laughs> well, we all have souls, even the evil ones. Part of my belief system is reincarnation, and some people who incarnated. If you want it, there's not really a beginning or an end. It's hard to quantify these things. So some of these humans decided that they were going to incarnate first and be selfish. And <laughs> and they were going to go without guides, spirit guides, angels, and all the things that we do to get ready to come and live a life on Earth. Because we do many of them to learn to perfect our souls. Yes. Be better people at the end of the day. In case you guys haven't figured it out, I'm married to Dionne Warwick. So. <laughs> Except she's white. She's an evil white lady. <laughs> Because so, white devil. So I think dark, and I call them dark entities. That's what Sylvia Brown calls them. And they can be born that way. They can be made that way. A lot of people are in the middle. A lot of people haven't embraced the white. They're just kind of gray. They hang out, which is why they can do evil things and good things. And I think kind of that's where Chris Watts was. And he slid on down. He's fucking, also a fucking moron. Yeah, but it didn't stop him because he's a fucking he's moron. A selfish but, moron and a monster. But I would even say that stupidity is a form of evil. Well, that's the Vince Gilligan theory of evil right and I, and I there's other versions of it and stuff but i mean we can explain it with science we can explain it with um psychology but the spiritual essence of it that i mean that's kind of what i'm looking at is a spiritual of it essence yeah. not not necessarily a moralistic one but spiritually are you harming other people something in the tarot cards <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's my version of, of evil okay my version of evil this is disturbing I don't believe in evil as in cosmic duality. As a side effect of religion, evil is seen by society as an external and infectious force. Like, it, it can get inside of you. A contagion or a pathogen that can be passed from one person or generation to another. I believe what we call evil is simply the primal part of the human animal. In contrast, I would argue that evil must be rooted in a person that it must come from inside rather than outside. There is a theory that rather than being made, serial killers are unmade by the civilizing effects of society and good parody. Like, I've heard uh, criminal profilers talk about infants and how if an infant was our size that I, like I am now, you know, I'm 6'3", really tall. 
Like when they're born, they would eat their parents. We unmake an infant is just all needs. Mm-hmm. And that's what a serial killer is. Is it's it's like id personified. It's just all our ancient ancestors and this is a theory now. This is not like hard science, but it's a theory I subscribe to that our ancient there is some evidence for it. Our ancient ancestors were all psychopaths. <laughs> now, when I say ancient ancestors, I mean fucking cavemen. Yeah. You know, hitting... But look, that goes along, along the line with my belief that the but people they were who incarnated early... But because of evolution. They had to be to survive. Right. Motivated by the reptilian brain instinct essential to the survival of any species. You don't think both could be true? They're called the four Fs in the evolutionary complex. To fight... Or flee, feed, or fuck. That's what it's called. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> Humanity reduced to its base needs. You know, like the peacocks in the X-Files episode home. That's what that is. That's humanity reduced to its base needs. We have evolved to have empathy and compassion over time. An instinctual fear of our own dead. So it's called necrophobia. There was this thing that happened where... Our ancestors became afraid that the people we kill were going to come back and kill us. And this is part of where the afterlife and the idea of religion comes from. Ghost, yeah, it comes from that. And I find that fascinating. Evil, in my mind, is an oversimplification and an excuse for extreme antisocial behavior, such as Chris Watts. Right. It's easy to just say he's evil. Well, no, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. It's much easier to say someone is evil rather than to examine the root cause Mm -hmm. of such heinous behavior. You know, Chris Watts is evil. That's what a lot of these women, these who are into true crime, he's just evil. Or you know, the, I don't think he started that way though. No, that's what's really fucked now, up. Now there about might it. be something biologically in his brain. He mm-hmm. might have been genetically predetermined to be evil, just like Albert yeah. Fish, who we're going to talk about. There might have been a history of mental illness there that predestined him to be evil or to to do evil acts. Right. But evil is a it's a it's a human construct. It's you know. I don't know if you've ever seen a black-eyed baby, and I mean, their eyes aren't literally black-eyed black. children now. I God, mean, you and Knowles are like soulmates. I mean, there's, I, I'm not kidding. The, oh, this kid, there was nothing on. You should. Behind you, the you're eyes. gonna have to write all this. I shit. am telling you, I it want, is the creepiest shit. I have talked to other psychics, and they have seen devil babies, and I'm like, that fucker's gonna grow up to be okay. a sociopath. Either it's gonna be a serial killer or a CEO. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? <laughs> I'm the husband. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to fix me a sandwich, but I'm also going to ha- I'm also going to have you write down notes of what to write to ask Knowles. Black-eyed babies, uh harmonic convergence. I but I have all different- this shit that he's into and then you guys are just going to sit there and talk about all this crazy shit and I'm just going to be like, "Well, I'm the skeptic. I'm smart. I don't you guys are weird." I don't know what his version of black-eyed babies are. I'm just I saying think he believes in black-eyed children. I don't know what that is. They're demons. They're demons. <laughs> I'm not saying they're demons. I'm they're saying evil. I'm seeing. Se- I, I'm saying I saw a child who was a born dark entity. That's what I'm I saying. I want to know why he thinks UFOs are boring. I mean, so. I kind of get why he's saying this because I think a lot of people think they're they're just oh, pa- they're passe now. They're real. Now. Whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm into something else. Um, I will say this though, and this is where you're probably going to disagree, and I, I'm pretty sure Knowles will disagree. I believe that technology is going to eliminate some of the inherent flaws of the human animal. There won't be any crime or murders 100 years from now. If we're around in 100 years. I know, and this is this, you know, the global warming, whatever. Look, we can't I believe even in global get... warming. I just don't buy it's going to wipe no, us out. hold on, hold on. Here's the deal. 
before we had like the technology we have today, before we, when we just had like crappy telephones and they weren't even good, like good telephone connections, we were able to inoculate an entire world against smallpox. We fucking eliminated smallpox and almost did it with polio. How the fuck are we not getting everyone goddamn vaccinated now? And I don't mean the anti-vaxxers. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. here mean, we go. All around the fucking world, we can't get vaccines to these countries in Africa. So we you can't think get we're going to be wiped out by some other plague? I don't know. I'm just saying if we're too dumb to do this fucking shit, too selfish, too greedy, too dumb to actually gather the wagons around and inoculate the fucking planet so that we don't keep dealing with this shit, how the fuck are we actually going to handle well, like something we, worse? Our ancestors killed each other. But they killed, but one rose out of the ashes. I don't think we're going to be making computer chips into our brain. I think we're too dumb to do that fucking shit. We're already doing that. (sighs) We're already doing that. Elon Musk and his dick rockets are going to... Okay, so it'll be like the top uh, negative 1% motherfuckers who go up into space and have their Elysian and uh, Elysium. uh, (laughs) Elysium is the drug I take at night to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Make me float into the stars. <laughs> they're going to have their own their own uh, Elysium and they're going to get away from all of us pores that are just dragging them down. That the pores? Because they don't fucking pay taxes to anybody or either any country. They don't fucking care and we let them get away with it. And meanwhile, we just keep getting more destitute and we fight about identity Okay, so I'm going to give a thought experiment. I can't stand Elon Musk but I, I, and we've shit on him before but and we're going to shit on him with Knowles too. But <laughs> what if Elon Musk was black? Do you think that the internet would hate him then? Because the internet hates him. But if he was a black dude or if he was like a gay black dude. They would I, love him. They would love him. Because they want to suck his dick. Yeah, they would be like, that's the wokest shit ever. Yeah. But he would be like a total Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would be like a, a fucking Nazi, at, you know, like. Pr- like he would, that crazy bastard who just ran for governor. Yeah, in, he uh, would be like California. Larry Elder. Larry Ender. It's Ender. Elder. Elder. Yeah. Whatever. That guy is a tool. Yeah. He was saying. he. <laughs> okay, so just. If you're not following that part of the politics, I'll just let you know who this elder guy is. He was saying that uh, white slave owners should get reparations. Yeah, he's a racist piece of dog shit. African-American, you guys. You can be racist and African-American, but if you hate other... Look, he hates other black people. He hates his own self, if he's saying that fucking shit. He's an Uncle Tom. (laughs) I know I can't say that. We're not allowed to say it, but... But I do, because it's my podcast. I do what the fuck I want. But he also... He is. It's the truth. He's an Uncle Tom. He's an Uncle Tom. Candace Owens is his Uncle Tom. Yes. And if you guys like Candace Owens, fuck you too. And so is Kanye fucking West. <laughs> well, Kanye's crazy though. That's excuse. I feel bad for Kanye. Kanye's like Albert, uh, yeah. Albert Fish. No one can stop him. I don't, I'm not even a fan of the Kardashians, but I felt bad for Kim because I was like, damn, man. That's the other thing. The wokes, the woke people like the Kardashians. That's weird. Celebrity worship. Yeah. It's disgusting. They're like, hey, let me throw you some more cash. You're already fucking rich as fuck. Like, listen. It was weird because wokes hate the Kardashians, but they suddenly turned on AOC because she wore that dress. They didn't understand that she was bringing the message to the rich people and it wasn't for performative because she's been saying it from the beginning, even before she was now elected. Look, of eat the rich. There's an element of or tax the rich, look, whatever. What Joy Reid did is disgusting. Yeah. There's an element of performative stuff in all politics and all art, yeah. I would argue. You know, wait, we're, look, we're, we're entertainers. On but this she podcast. got, she got people to talk about tax the rich at the rich person's party. Yeah. We're, we're entertainers on this podcast. We're not funny or interesting, but we're entertainers. <laughs> so, um, and you know, we got haters, whatever. I, I Here's the thing. I want to say this to any of the trolls out there and anybody on Twitter. If I take up residence in your head, if you write an email about me, I have won. Yep. I am living rent-free in your fucking skull, and I have won. 
So has Stephanie. Yep, and I love it. We have won. We have beat you. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you, if if we enter your thoughts, we have won. (laughs) We are a seed planted in your mind. (laughs) We have taken root in your lizard brain. (laughs) You know, your little tiny lizard brain that's like thinking about, you know, Grace Randolph. Well, this woman wrote in, I think an email and she said, your wife's blonde hair won't change her bad plastic surgery. I didn't, I didn't know I had any. Or the fact she is a devil worshiper, Holly McCann. Well, you know, <laughs> I am 24 because I have really good genetics. All right. I have, I am and you learned, ageless. Yeah. And you learned. And I'm not a cunt. And you learned so, about the satanic panic from YouTube. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Not being a cunt helps you not get wrinkles. True facts. Right there. Stephanie, if you don't frown all Stephanie the time, has had a lot of surgery. If let's, you don't frown all the time, honest. you don't need Botox. It's amazing what can happen when you smile instead. Stephanie <laughs> has spent thousands of dollars on plastic surgery. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah with my fake tits. Yeah. <laughs> the supposed fake And the tan. <laughs> Your golden tan. Your piss-colored tan bronzer. Jesus Christ. How do people not not know about the inventions of makeup? Like how? How? It's 2021. YouTube, they show it everywhere. How to apply makeup. How do you not know? How do you not know? My own niece is so good at makeup already because of YouTube. Yeah. She's only 10. She's only 10 and she's doing like these like uh, lightning bolt eyeliner. Have you guys been watching? Did you guys, I'm so proud uh, of her. I, I didn't teach her anything. So if you guys have been watching the... Um latest season or it just ended the american horror story there's a little girl in that that's basically stephanie's niece no she's not (laughs) the black-eyed children no 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 she's a sweetheart (laughs) (sighs) you say so i avoid those people oh you just hate kids yeah i do (laughs) i don't want to see them die or anything but yeah i don't like them (laughs) the man next week though he he loved children oh yeah he loved them too much too much it's gross. We're gonna, okay, so next week uh, we're t- we're doing two. We're talking about aliens with Chris Knowles and. Well, I don't know if we're publishing it all. Uh, we might. Yeah. Well, I'm editing, so we'll see if we're publishing. I, w- I want to get content out to the masses. <laughs> He's like, let's load it up, load it up, Steph. You've now learned the new asses software. that listen to this. The content <laughs> to the masses. Uh, and then we're talking about Albert Fish, who was a cannibal grandpa. He's this old guy. He eats kids. Story is. <sighs> Honestly, uh, researching it has been hard. It, it is one of the most fucked up things. It's repulsive. It's sad, too. Yeah, it is. I, I, I kind of feel sad for him, too. I know I never thought that, but I do. It is It is just a sick... His early life is horrendous. But it's well. weird enough to be yeah. on this show because we only do weird cases. You know, We're not going to do the dateline, the husband didn't like his wife and so he shot her. No, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that shit. They're just really predictable. I think that's what's boring about it. I'll me. watch Unsolved Mysteries episodes about that because of the way it's produced through Unsolved Mysteries. But we would have to change a bunch of shit to make it interesting and I just want to tell the stories as also, they are. Also, Unsolved Mysteries is a visual medium and it, yeah, you can the, present things the music and yeah, the, the voice the and spooky music and you know the way they show the scenes and then they the interviews and everything they're really good yeah we're not doing that we're gonna do it's uh, just us we are doing the weepy voice killer eventually that's a creepy fucking story so michael picks most of these i i don't pick most i of have them. a menagerie of awfulness <laughs> on my computer he knows about so much of this shit and i've never heard of it i'm like who the fuck is this i look at autopsy i, I have to say reading about albert fish for me, 
was worse than looking at a lot of autopsy photos I've looked at, because I do look at them, you know, for cases sometimes, mm -hmm. or murder crime scenes. Just reading the, the, the descriptions of certain things he did in those letters is, is it chilled me to the bone. It, it fucking, it got into my head like it scared me. Yeah. But we're going to, we're going to talk about it. We're going through it. You guys are going to be, if you don't know this case, you're going to be fucking. There's going to be trigger warnings all over it because it's, it's, it's it is, triggering. It is savage. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. And what the why guy? Why are we doing this? What? Well, because <laughs> to ourselves, <laughs> we're doing it. You answered your own question because it's <laughs> it's it's fucked up. We only do the fucked up on this podcast. Of course we do. And also, what he did to himself is we're not going to say it. it's it's fucked up. It so. is fucked up. All right. So Stephanie, where can they find us? Where can they stalk and harass us? Ah, you can stalk and harass us at the Spookies Podcast at gmail .com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Am I missing anyone? Um, Yourself. No. Well, I haven't gotten some my little ats at. Also, ooh, you guys, I just put our first episode, not our very first episode, but I put an episode up of the last one. The, yeah, we're on YouTube. The Satanic Panic. I put it up on, uh, I got it up on YouTube. Yay! So um, I didn't want to pay more money to our new um, distributor just to have them auto put it on. We did YouTube. get a message on Facebook from so a I'm couple about this. of fake psychics who wanted to be on our podcast. <laughs> it was and so I just weird. didn't respond. Like, no, no. He's like, I'm a psychic. It's like I, the TikTok psychic's horrible. <laughs> it's horrifying. That's what you are, Stephanie. You're a TikTok psychic. I know. People like accuse me of stuff. I'm like, I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm not trying to do readings. I'm going to introduce you to Knowles and say, this is my wife, the TikTok psychic. No, 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 no. <laughs> And I don't care if people and believe that I am say, or not. It doesn't bother me. Don't good, care. Good to meet you, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can find me if you want to uh, check out my sweet ass blonde hair at Steffi Hell Yeah on Twitter and Stephanie Hell Yeah on Instagram. And you can call me racist on Twitter at Agent Bigfoot. And I'm Spooky Michael on Instagram. And I mostly post pictures of my wife and <laughs> shit I bought. So that's it. <laughs> And our creepy cases. Yeah. And pictures of, you know, and then we get yelled at because we post pictures of the murderers. They're like, why are you posting that? Yeah. I had to post a picture of Chris Watts. Which I didn't really want that on my grid, but I had to because I'm promoting They're like, I hate and... this. I'm like, well, then don't listen, you fucked hard. <laughs> I'm like, or, or, or listen. Hey, listen, listen to the podcast. And if you have listened to this far and have come all this way, I just want to thank you. Thank you. For, for putting up with us. For coming on this journey with us. I appreciate you so much. And if you want to do us a huge solid, uh, rate us over on Apple Podcast and go over to YouTube and like and subscribe to Spooky's Podcast. And we will see you next week. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.